Welcome back to episode 151 of the Misty and Ike program, everybody. Did you say 151? 151, like the Bacardi, bruh. Bacardi. (gasps) Whoa. It's a sign. You're Bluetoothed in, and now your volume's off. Thank you. What are we talking about today? We're going to talk about Andy Warhol. Oh. Oh, boy. Are you going to learn some stuff? I'm about to. All right. Let's do it. Okay. I'm Misty. And I'm Ike. The next 15 minutes, we're going to debate pop culture. My background's in music. My background's in film. I know the topics beforehand. And I don't. We check the internet for the facts. And ruin it with opinions. From pop rocks in your lunchbox. To Happy Meal toys and swatch clocks. Warhol, you say? Andrew. Andrew. Andrew Warhol. Mr. Warhol. And he's notably known (laughs) for art? He is known as a bit of an artist, yes. Is that his real name? Um, I don't know, actually. I was going to find out with you. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, so today, sadly, was the day that Andy passed away. Oh, we've been on a death streak lately. No, you just think we've been on a death streak. The day the music died. That's one. actually, that one, a lot of people listen to. It did. And thank people you for really listening, everybody. It. Yeah, right? And welcome all new consumers. Consuming the content. The content consumers. Content consumers. Mr. Warhol. Friends is what I like to call them. Yes. Friends. We have lots of new friends. Yeah. And uh, while we're at it, Hmm. let's offer up everybody the opportunity to just, let's all just change platforms for a week, right? So if you listen to it or watch it on Facebook, try giving it an audio listen on any of your favorite audio platforms. or Like Apple Podcasts. Spotify. Spotify. Pandora, like anywhere that you can iTunes. find podcasts. Yeah. Well, Apple Podcasts. That's what uh, iTunes are. iTunes. That's what they are. I, yeah. Um, <laughs> all any, the things. And Stitcher. Yeah. All of it. Every yeah. single one of them. Or if you're weird and you listen to like Buzzer or. Uh, right. There's like 90 Deezer. podcasts. There. Deezer. We're on Deezer. We're on Deezer. We're everywhere. Everywhere but Anchor. Everywhere that you can find podcasts, you'll find us. Yeah, or if, you, if you're if you one of the two people that watch this on YouTube, check us out on Facebook. Or, or if, if you're one, yeah, you can go watch it on YouTube. Yeah. Just switch it up. Switch it up. We're already famous on YouTube. We need to spread it around a little bit. Yeah. That being said. Also Instagram. Oh, yeah. I never even think about watching it on Instagram. I watch it every morning on Instagram. Yes, I watch our episodes every well, morning on somebody Instagram. somebody has to. Other people are watching them. Yeah. Other than me. That's right. Because I can see that. I can see the insights. You have the power. I have the power. Okay. Andy okay. Warhol. Andy Warhol. So I want you to find out if that was his real name first. Okay. Andy Warhol, real name. So what do you know Andy Warhol for? Uh, the very pink and uh, neony multi-pictured art. Yes. So it's so like Marilyn multiple Monroe. squares. The Beatles. Yeah. Um, that, How about the soup cans? The soup cans. Um, I know that he's been ripped off a lot. A lot. By a lot, lot. of the pop culture. Yes. Oh, I do. I, <laughs> I know his real name now. What's his real name? Andrew Warhola. Okay. What's his, um, where was he from? Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Really? Mm-hmm. He was born uh, in the latter part of the 20th century. Okay. Mm-hmm. Born Pins- Andrew Warhol. Oh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. I would not have expected that. It's quite the art hub. 1928. He was born on August 6th. Interesting. Yeah. 
Huh. Okay. Um, well, he became very, very popular in the 70s. Um, mm-hmm. He had his first solo show, though, in 1962. You know what? I take that back. I'm wrong. 60s. He, yeah, <laughs> in 1962, he had his first solo show that featured the depictions of Marilyn Monroe, and it sold out. So it was the 60s. Mm-hmm. Um, I always just think because he was such a big deal, like in the 80s, too, like Studio 54 and stuff like that. Oh, we got to get to that. Yeah, like yeah. he was a big deal. Um, you know, his dad uh, was a coal miner. Well, and that's, I was going to ask that since you said Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, that's what. I know Pittsburgh for is coal mining. Yeah. So I was like, you know, what was his upbringing like? His uh, parents were immigrants from Czechoslovakia. And I'll give you a dollar if you can spell Czechoslovakia correctly. C-Z-E. Can I write it? Yeah, And then spell it to you? And I'll give everybody at home a dollar if they can spell Czechoslovakia correctly without looking it up also. Okay. I think. C-Z-E-C-H- Oh, yes. There's che- a there's che- a letter there. Checko. So O S Y L V A K I A. Close. Okay. You got you got Checko <clears throat> correct. C Z E C H O. Okay. S L O Checko Slow Va V A Kia K I A. So I missed a letter. Yep. I went Y and it's no. Yeah, you never go Y when it's an O. No, you had the O correctly. You went Y when it's supposed to be an L. I did say L. Mm-mm. I had said S Y L V. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Yeah. I know you're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I was close. I'm impressed with that. Yep. You know that I lost the spelling bee. Um, I was in like the all school spelling bee in the second grade, and I made it to like almost the final round and lost on the word scissors. Whoa. S C I S S O R S. Never misspell sure that. I know again. it now, don't I? Yeah. What? Uh, when mm. it says all school, does that mean like every school from around the yeah. globe? No, like all of our like our schools in our district. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you ever watch the National Spelling Bee? It's amazing. You know that there's an app called Spelling Bee and it's the greatest thing ever. Really? It it get it makes you do spelling bees. but so it has to say it to you out mm-hmm. loud so mm-hmm. you can't play it just mm-hmm. at like church or something no well you should be paying attention when you're at church well andy warhol paid attention at church did he really <laughs> he was a devout roman catholic that was a great turnaround right <laughs> what a transition he went to mass every single day Wow. Yeah. He amassed some church. He amassed himself some church. Wow. I'm impressed with myself there. Uh, let's just take a minute. <laughs> okay. And, and honor that. And honor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good one. Yeah. Okay. Um, so okay. he began painting in the late 1950s and took literally the advice of an art teacher who said he should paint the things he liked. He liked ordinary things such as comic strips canned soup and soft drinks and so he painted them in 1962 he received notoriety in the art world when his paintings of campbell's soup cans coca-cola bottles and wooden replicas of brillo soap pad boxes mm, were exhibited in los right. angeles and new york now that spawns something forgot about I, the brillos i saw some kind of art documentary about <clears throat> like the overpriced nature of art and how people like oh, buy yeah. something and then wait for two years and sell it for 10 million more right and his brillo boxes they're mm-hmm. numbered and there's yeah. only a certain number of right. them. And people were like 
trading them like stocks in New York. Yeah, I they're bet. Like, oh, I've got number 382. Right. There's, I think there's two colors of them, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. Is I think they're a, a reverse of each other, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. yeah. And it's not People would put these like expensive pedestals in their New York apartments and then put a Brillo box on them. Yeah. It's nuts. I think it's super cool. Do you know why he chose um, the Campbell Soup Cans? I don't. Because of his mom. So they were, they, he came from a really modest family and his mom used to feed him Campbell's soup at lunch every day. Oh. Yeah. Now I want some soup. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know he was shot? No. Tell me this story. Oh, uh, I got a clicker on it. But, hmm. He was shot. Yeah, hold on. When? Let, me, let me get into this. He didn't die until 19 years later, but it killed him. That, wait, okay, I need to know this story. After, okay, so let me back up. I'm super intrigued by this. I'm going to have to do some reading here, though. Bear with me, folks. <clears throat> Although shy and soft-spoken, Warhol attracted dozens of followers who were anything but. This mob of underground artists, social curi curiosities, and hangers-on opted out of the factory. Operated, not opted, operated out of what's called, quote-unquote, <laughs> the factory. Warhol's silver-painted studio in Manhattan. In the mid-1960s, Warhol began making uh, experimental films, employing his friends as actors and building them as superstars. Some of his films were monumental essays on boredom, such as an eight-hour continuous shot of the Empire State Building in Empire, 1964. And others were gritty representations of underground life, like the Chelsea Girls, 1966. He also organized multimedia events, such as the Exploding Plastic Inevitable, and sponsored the influential rock group The Velvet Underground. In 1968, Warhol was shot and nearly killed by Valerie Solanas, a follower who claimed he was exercising too much influence over her life. After more, of a, <laughs> after more than a year of recuperating from his wounds, Warhol returned to his career and founded Interview Magazine in 1969, his take on celebrity, on the Celebrity Magazine. So how did it end up killing him 19 years later? Let's click this link and find out. <laughs> like, how, what did he actually die from? Anywhere I was shot by Valerie Solanas. It killed him 19 years later. Um, moments after Valerie Solanas entered Andy Warhol's sixth floor office at 33 Union Square West on June 3rd, 1968. There's a pop-up ad. Carrying two guns and a massive paranoid grudge. Oh. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. <laughs> I've got two guns. And a massive paranoid grudge. <laughs> One for each of you. Their lives would be changed forever. She thought he was going to steal her manuscript. He ignored her calls. It was among many violent crimes that would uh, come to define this tumultuous year in American history. Warhol was the most recognized artist in America. Blah, blah, blah. Why did it kill him later? I'm tired of reading. <laughs> I'm trying to Google what actually killed him. Uh, he had a manifesto. Oh, she, he thought he was trying to steal her scum manifesto. Okay. He was briefly con uh, declared dead and had to wear a surgical corset for the rest of his life. Corset. Ooh, corset. Yeah. Yeah. Two bullets Ooh. from Solanus's gun tore through War Warhol's stomach, liver, spleen, esophagus, <gasps> and both lungs. Oh my God. He was briefly declared dead at one point, but doctors were able to revive him. He spent two months in the hospital recuperating from various surgeries and would be forced to wear a surgical corset for the rest of his life to hold his organs in place. Oh, 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 that is terrible. Talk about a tortured artist. He really, but you know what? 
Also, talk about a guy who was the life of the party. Yeah. Like, have you seen the pictures of Studio 54 with, like, Bianca Jagger on a horse? No. Inside the club? And then there's Andy Warhol just back at his table sipping his drink. Can you imagine the logistics? No. <laughs> like, what you, what you and I do is we break down the logistics of, like, normal shit, right? Completely. Hey, I need this to happen at this place. Absolutely. And we make it happen. Yeah. Somebody goes, I want a horse in, in Studio 54. You want to know what I would do? You'd get him a horse. I would walk outside and go find one of the cops on horses. Yeah. And I would figure out what it would cost to borrow that horse. And I would have to like probably talk to the police department. Mm-hmm. But it would be right there. Done. But <laughs> there's a follow-up to every horse. Horses don't care where, the, where they are when it's time to go to the restroom. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. you're in the middle of this dance club. And this horse. And you never want. stand behind a horse. What if somebody Ooh, got no. kicked by a horse? Also, don't ever stand behind a hippopotamus. Well, when they do the same thing and they twirl their tails and their poop flies everywhere. Well, I learned also, that at the zoo one day. Hippos are one of the most <laughs> deadly creatures in the world. They are because they don't know their strength. Have you seen the viral video of that boat going along and the hippos charging underwater? Ooh. It can yeah. run underwater. It's yeah, so it heavy. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever tried to run in the pool? Yeah. It's impossible. It's completely impossible. Well, turn yourself into a hippopotamus, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, and you too can run faster than the speed of water. <laughs> it's true. That one took a turn, didn't it? Don't get pooped on at the zoo by a hippo. (laughs) This is our show. We start talking about Andy Warhol and we go off on a tangent about hippo poop. Hippo hippo poop. Hippo poop. (laughs) That's the name of our new album. Oh, God, I can't wait. It's going to be so good. Misty and Ike. Spinning Spinning hippo hippo poop. (laughs) That's going to be on a shirt one day. It is. Either that or that's the name of our comedy album. Oh, we have a comedy album coming out. Yeah, we're going to get some Emmys and Grammys for that shit. Yeah, we're getting a Weepa. No. We got wobbly. <laughs> it's a we got. We got a, a we got a Webby, an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and, and a, a Tony. Tony. Mm. Yeah, we got. We got. We got. Yep. Okay, back to Andy Warhol. Yeah, more Warhol. So he please. had to hold his guts in, literally. Yeah. But let's with let's, a corset. Yeah, let's talk about Studio Fifty Four. I feel like there's just. So much to know about this. Okay. We should probably do a whole episode on Studio 54. We re- you know what? We should. Yeah. Let's just stick to Andy Warhol facts right now. We'll just do an entire episode on that. We got one minute left to stick okay. to Andy. And Shit. I'm going to look up the... All right. There's a lot going on. First that was night fast. of Studio 54. Oh, it was a complete blowout. April 16th. Let's put that on the calendar, guys. April 16th, we're doing an episode about Studio 54. I'm writing it down right now. Mm-hmm. April 16th. That's not very far away. That's exciting. That's probably a week for us. But it's mere months to you at home, the consumer. It's true. All right, let's end it on a Andy Warhol trivia fact. Something good. Something real good. Something good. Warhol trivia. I didn't Um, spell Warhol or trivia correctly, and the internet still abides. I've got a good one. Okay. Andy Warhol was an integral part of the drag culture. In the 60s, when drag queens were still very much on the peripheral, Warhol began to think of them in new ways. Drag queens were frequent visitors to his factory, and they became an integral part of his art machine. They were no longer seen as freaks, but rather incorporated into the artistic movements brewing at the factory. He posed in a number of 
He posed in drag in a number of photographs as well. He brought drag queens from the outskirts into the center of a new bur- burgeoning art world. Burgeoning. Burgeoning. That's a fancy word. Isn't it? I'm mm. not even sure I said it right. Did well, I say it right? I burgeoning? So. Burgeoning. Burgeoning. You, 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 <laughs> you have to put the Bourgeois. English on it. Like the... Yeah. The, which we'll, I'm not very good at. Misty and I will be burgeoning for the rest of the evening. <laughs> Are you ready to burgeon? <laughs> Yeah, let's bur- right. let's get the version on out of here. All right. See you tomorrow, everybody. Okay. Bow.